This newsletter was published on the 12th of May, 2023. The prompt is read by me, Sahani Gunathilaka. The reply was written and is being voiced by Eilish Gilligan. Dilemma. I am not my best friend's bridesmaid. Hey ladies, I am in a pickle and I would love your opinion on navigating the situation. Nearly a decade ago, I met someone that quite quickly became my best friend. We have been there for each other through various relationship highs and lows and the big changes within our friendship group. All the life drama has strengthened our friendship. Whenever we have spoken about the future and whether she planned on marrying her longtime boyfriend, she always mentioned that she would want me by her side as a bridesmaid, if not as the maid of honor. Well, her boyfriend proposed last year and she called me straight away to tell me. I adore her boyfriend. I genuinely couldn't be happier for them. At events since, if there were people I didn't know, she introduced me as her bestie. So needless to say, I thought we saw each other as best friends. At a lunch a few weeks ago, one of the ladies in my group asked how the wedding planning was coming along and if she had chosen her bridesmaids. To my surprise and heartbreak, she mentioned that she had asked three of her friends to be her bridesmaids. While I knew of these ladies, I didn't know she was super close to any of them. Hearing that she had already asked a few friends to be her bridesmaids was honestly such a stab in the gut because I had honestly just assumed that she hadn't asked me yet. There had never been a question in my mind of whether I was going to be asked or not. It was always a matter of when. So I guess my question to you is, how do I move past this? Do I bring this up in conversation with her or just try to move on? I still love this friend immensely, but I feel like I almost need to distance myself a bit as it is clear she doesn't see our friendship the same way I do. I want to be a supportive friend, but I am truly hurt by not being asked and I'm just in a bit of a rut. If you have any words of advice, I would be super grateful. Hello, lovely. I have sat with your letter for a long time now, writing and rewriting responses to you in an effort to offer you some comfort and helpful advice. I'm not going to lie, this is a tricky dilemma and I can tell that you're really hurting. Every time I circle back to your letter, I try to think about what I did or any advice my loved ones offered to me when I felt that a friend didn't value me as much as I thought they did or they didn't value me as much as I valued them. In my head, I keep going back to my uni days. I was absolutely entranced by the friendship group I made while studying. I was surrounded by like-minded people for the first time and it was literally intoxicating. We had so many firsts together, so many unforgettable nights and so much camaraderie, which was made even more intense because our year level only had about 20 people in it. Because I was so utterly taken with these people, I put them high up on a pedestal and defined myself through my relationship with them. Now, I'm not saying this is what you've done, but I think there's some crossover in the Venn diagram of our two situations. Stay with me. These people were excellent friends to me, and many of them still are to this day. We had an absolute ball together. However, because I was so deeply invested in how I saw the friendship, I wasn't really paying attention when they showed me how they saw our friendship. I had romanticized the group in my head so much that I got very, very disappointed when their IRL actions didn't match with what I had expected them to do. Which brings me to your dilemma. Forgive the tangent. After I realized my friends didn't share my passion, 
I started to pull back a little, just a little, and actually pay attention to how my friends expressed their love and appreciation for me. Because that's the thing. They had so much love and appreciation for me, it just wasn't exactly at the level at which I was operating at the time. I was obsessed. They were just my friends. It's hard to come to terms with the idea that you might be more invested in a friendship than the other person. It takes a lot of looking inward and objectively observing your friend's actions, not just their words. Words only take you so far. It's what your friend actually does that can tell you exactly where you stand with them. This is an opportunity to reevaluate your friendship with this person. Think back. Have there been any other occasions where your friend's words didn't necessarily match up with their actions? It always sucks to learn that you value a friendship differently to how the other person values it. But that doesn't mean that it's not still a strong, loving, worthwhile friendship. I'm not trying to defend your friend here. I don't think she should have said that she was going to make you a bridesmaid and then not do it. But I do think that there is absolutely still hope of a continued friendship between you and her. Also, I think it's always worth acknowledging that while bridal parties mean something, they don't necessarily mean everything. Who is chosen to be a bridesmaid can involve a rather complicated web of family expectations. Are these childhood friends? Family friends? Friends who have had some sort of connection to the bride's parents, perhaps? Maybe the answer to all of the above is no, but if it's a yes, perhaps your friend's selections say more about wedding culture than they do your bond. Reevaluate the friendship based on what you observe from here. Put your energy into matching hers. You will probably find that the friendship is actually more valuable once you are not hurting from unmet expectations. Hi guys, Shameless Media's video producer Charlotte here. I'm abruptly popping up at the end of this episode to tell you about a new series I've been working on called The Tastemakers. It lives on the Shameless Book Club feed and the series explores the inspiration and motivation of Australia's most trusted tastemakers. Hosted by the wonderful Gemma Diamond and spanning across six episodes, we'll hear about everything from beauty to lifestyle and food. One of my favourite episodes to film was with Maggie Zhao. She's such a bookworm and she offered up some really interesting in-depth insights that I really loved. It's so good to see Gemma and Maggie sit down and talk about books and they just had such a fantastic chemistry on the day that when we were shooting, I just knew that this was a good episode. Oh my God. So do you know how we talk about social media and it's like, yeah, like an overnight success, like this person, you know, overnight literally gained a million followers, right? So think of that and now think of the opposite of that. (laughs) And that is me. Tastemakers is made for anybody who is looking for a slice of inspiration from influential women who are ready to offer up their expertise. Search for The Shameless Book Club in your favourite podcast app now, have a listen, and make sure to click follow so you don't miss your next favourite episode. 